Welcome to The Magic of Positive Thinking, a podcast hosted by Norb Savanasini, founder of AmericanEagle.com and content writer Al Edwards. Norb, happy fall. How are you? Good. It's a beautiful day today. It's a little cloudy, but it's brisk, and uh, tomorrow's supposed to be cooler, which is uh, kind of a favorite time of the year for me. Is it? You kind of like when it cools yeah, down a yeah, little bit? Yeah. You know, I, I thank God every day for this gift he gives us. Uh, that's why we call it the present. And uh, today is a special day because it's it's just very nice, you know, the change of seasons and uh, makes you feel good. It's beautiful. And during the uh, sweltering summer, I'm grateful for a man named Carrier who invented air conditioning. Absolutely. By the way, that's a true story. And Al and I one time were actually uh, researching that. And that, that's that right. is a true story. If it wasn't for an American guy actually in New York State, that discovered it, we'd probably all be sweating and dying more from the heat. Smelling bad. Yeah, yeah. All that stuff. Thank Mr. Carrier. Another thing to be thankful for. Absolutely. And it's funny, you know, we hear these names and we forget sometimes that these names were actually men, like Henry Ford or Madame Curie, who's a woman, obviously. Westinghouse. Westinghouse. Savannah Sini. Yeah. You know, whatever it takes, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) All right. Very good. So, friends, today's show is very exciting. Norb came to me and said, let's do a show on this kind of a neat idea. And I said, man, this is fantastic. And today's topic or the title of today's show is the BCD Connection. And let me repeat that again, the BCD Connection. Now, before Norb, anyone gets too excited, this is not a new vitamin supplement or one of those wacky gummies that everyone seems to be eating today. Right. But if somebody would want one of those, uh, the market's big. We'll exactly. We it, will yeah. start. Norb and I will be on the label. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Our faces. So here's what we mean by the BCD connection. The B and all human beings, what I'm about to say, experience this. The B is for birth. We were all born because we're here. The D is death. Sadly, all of us one day will no longer be here, guaranteed. But the C in the middle of birth and death are the choices that we have the privilege to make in life that will determine how our life is and turns out in the long run. How did you come up with that idea, Norb? Well, actually, you know, I, I'm a little ashamed about your memory because we ended the last show with that quote. So We did. Uh, yeah, we did. So, uh but I really liked it because we ended with a show and, and I thought, gosh, you know, this, this would make a nice show because, you know, whether you want to or not, we make choices every day. Uh, we, even how you dress, uh, the pair of socks you put on and everything is a choice. You know, you, you have breakfast and, and somebody, whether you made the choice or somebody in your home made the choice, your mother, your mate or whoever, uh, they chose the food you eat, and then if you go to lunch, you choose it. So you become actually about the choices you make, you know. We always call it Earl Nightingale, you know. Uh, you basically, what you put in your mind is, is what you get, whether it's good or not. Uh, if, if it's not, you get bad results, and if it's good, you get good results. Choices are the same way. Absolutely. And by the way, you are exactly right. We did end the last show with that. And I forgot about that. 
So shame on me. I accept that shame. But we thought it was such a good idea that uh, we should have a, a show devoted to it exactly. Uh, that's great. No, but you're right. And um, I thought it would be fun to define choice because I think we all know what it means. But hearing a definition of it, I think is a, a great way to start. It says a choice is an act of selecting or making a decision to follow a specific path when given two or more possibilities. And Norb, you hit it right on the head. We all spend a lot of time, although you would argue this about my clothes, I spend a lot of time picking out my clothes. I can tell. <laughs> but we pick out our clothes, we uh, pick out our cars, we pick out our houses, we pick out the lunch we're going to have, and we spend a lot of time doing all that. But how much time do we sit down and deeply think about the choices that we make that it's going to make up our lives? Yeah, and, and you know, it's a very important point because uh, I have a lot of quotes here on choice, and uh, I, I love this one. It's an anonymous quote, uh, otherwise I, I always give credit to the maker. But this one says, you are free to make whatever choice you want, but you are not free from the consequences of that choice. Wow. So I, I think it's very important in life to, uh, you know, just think a little bit, you know. In the 20th century, there were two really great men that won Nobel Prizes. Uh, one of them everybody knows about, his name was Einstein. And the other one is not as well known, and uh, his name was Albert Schweitzer. And Albert Schweitzer devoted his whole life uh, in Africa, uh, you know, curing people that were very, very poor, didn't have much. And when they gave him the Nobel Prize, uh, somebody asked him, what is the world's greatest problem? And he said, people don't think. And uh, that's basically, uh, it relates to choices. You have to think of what you're going to do. That is so true. And as a matter of fact, that very story you just told actually opens up the recording of The Strangest Secret. Yeah. Uh, he within the first 30 seconds, Earl Nightingale quoted Albert Schweitzer by saying that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's no question. And, you know, before we go on, I just want to bring up something, which again, something Norb said a few podcasts ago. He said that the main difference between humans and animals is that, you know, we all have livers and kidneys and hearts and lungs and all that stuff. But the main difference is that we have choice and animals are almost like robots. I, I was really struck by that when you said that the other day. They act on instinct. Animals don't really have choice where we do. Yeah, well, you know, it's, it's one of the interesting things. I have a very good friend that uh, we discussed a lot of philosophical thoughts of different matters. And he actually thinks that, you know, the creator, uh, or whatever you think it is, has actually programmed everything except humans to do what they're supposed to do. They have no choice in the matter. And uh, that's, that's what makes us unique. But that's also what makes us have the ability to make the right choices or the wrong choices. Absolutely. And I think uh, someone, Earl Nightingale or somebody said that, that, uh, you could dissect a human body and dissect a horse or a pig, and you're pretty much going to see the same things, liver, kidney, lungs, right? But the difference is our minds, the ability to choose how we're going to use our lives. 
Yeah, the horse is a lot bigger. Though. That's true. Yeah. The lungs and the kidneys are much bigger yeah, for yeah, the horses. But. Big stomachs, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other thing is, you know, I have these quotes, which I really like, and uh, some of them are just common sense, you know. Make good choices today so you don't have regrets tomorrow. Now, you know, sometimes you know you're making the wrong choice. You just know it, you know. And uh, you have to have the inner power to say, no, I'm not going to make that choice. And uh, sometimes a good choice is the more difficult one. But uh, I think it's worth it to think about what you're going to do. And In the short and long term. Right. Right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, talking about some of the deeper choices that we make in our lives and, and taking the time to think about those. I came up with a couple of thoughts that maybe we could go over a little bit. Choosing in life love and compassion for yourself and others versus choosing anger and resentment. I think that's a very powerful choice to make in life, that that's the way you're going to approach your life with love and compassion towards other people. Yeah, and you know, it goes back to, to doing the the three things we talked about every day, you know, first of all, you'll thank God every day for this gift he gives you. And people are probably, who listen to this, probably are sick of hearing about picking up that little piece of paper. <laughs> but, you know, that's a choice that uh, yesterday I, I was in a, in a car lot. I, I took my car in for servicing and, and I saw a piece of paper on the floor and I actually, you know, went down and, and grabbed it and I threw the trash basket and I was thinking, God, you know, that, that actually does feel good. It, it really does. It does. Uh, it's a little exercise. Right. And, and at the same time, uh, you just threw a little piece of paper and, and uh, you don't have that, you know, making the world ugly, you know? It is so true. And we have talked about that several times, but myself and other people have started doing that. <laughs> and this magic that we talk about that happens to, not only you're doing a good thing for the world, but for yourself, that's the part you don't expect, that somehow it empowers you on a spiritual level. Yeah, and it just keeps that positiveness uh, because it's a choice. You can leave the little piece of paper there and just, you know, make the world not better, or you can just pick it up, throw it in the garbage, and you feel good about it. It's cleaner, it's nicer, and, and uh, it's just a good feeling. And, you know, good feelings... They're just as important as anything else in life. For sure. And, you know, you just hit on something so important, I think. What was the choice with the little piece of paper? Was the choice of I'm just picking up a little piece of paper or is the choice I'm going to make my world a little better? Well, being that we preach this all the time, it's almost an inner thing that by doing it, I know that I'm doing something that makes a positive feeling in my life. Right. So uh, just, just for that reason, I think it's a good thing to do. And, and you're helping other people. And um, I remember uh, we told a story long ago about how when you were a young boy, a man that had a lot of influence in your life said to you, Norb, how do you know when you're doing the right thing? You just feel good. You makes you feel good. That's right. And that's that magic I think we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, right, right. And it's, that is, that's exactly right. You'd feel good. You can't hide behind a facade in life. You know, you, you might think that, oh boy, you're great. And uh, 
and you can have accolades and you can get prizes. But then when you go home and look in the mirror, you can't cheat that mirror. That's right. You know, and uh, there's a great poem, by the way, I can't remember, uh, The Man in the Mirror, yeah. I think it's called. It's yeah. a, a fantastic, fantastic uh, poem. And uh, if you haven't read it, I recommend it highly. It's called The Man in the Mirror. Basically, you, you can't fool yourself, you know? If, if you do, you really have a problem. You better make a choice to correct that real fast. Absolutely. <laughs> You know, I want to touch on something, choosing to live a life of love and compassion versus uh, anger, bitterness, resentment. In the show we did about the three things to be optimistic, one of them was, and we didn't invent this, folks, by the way, Dale Carnegie and How to Win Friends Influence People talks about this. I'm sure it's in the Bible and Marcus Aurelius going back thousands of years. The idea of saying something nice and kind to somebody sincerely. Norb, you gave an example one time that you came in our building here and uh, one of our receptionists had just a wonderful, like a very nice looking jacket on. And you said, boy, what a beautiful jacket. And her eyes just lit up. And not enough people are kind to each other to just stop and say something sincerely kind. And it can change someone's whole day. Oh, yeah, exactly. I mean, there is no one, no one that I know of that doesn't appreciate a, a sincere compliment about anything. You know, what a nice car you have and what a nice shirt, what a nice haircut, you know, oh, did, did you get a new th whatever? And, and uh, people appreciate it. We all need a little recognition. I mean, we shouldn't be walking around, you know, needing it, and, and we live for that. But uh, I think that uh, it's kind of nice when somebody recognizes something good about you, and, and you should do the same thing to them. That is absolutely right. And uh, as I've said, the bar to touch someone today is so low because no one does any of this stuff anymore that it's just really easy to touch someone on a human level. Yeah. There's no question. Here's what else a, do you have there? Yeah, here's an interesting quote that I, I mentioned it before, but uh, sometimes the hardest thing and the right thing are the same. Wow. And, you know, what, one of the things about human nature, uh, I have it, I think everybody does, is that sometimes when you have something really hard to do, you just rather say, oh, my God, you know, I'd rather just not do that and, and forget about it. Right. Or, or just uh, procrastinate. But... Uh, that's another choice. You know, my dad had a interesting thing. Ever since I was a kid, he used to say, just do the hardest thing you gotta do, the thing you just don't wanna do first, and then the day becomes a lot easier. And you know, that's the truth. That's the truth. You know, for, for many years in my life, about 10 years actually, I got up at four o'clock every morning to deliver papers. Wow. And uh, it's kind of interesting because uh, once I stopped doing it, there isn't one day that I missed that because getting up at four o'clock in the morning to deliver papers. It's hard. It's hard. And this is when you were a kid. You're oh, yeah, yeah, about. yeah. Oh, yeah. In Indiana. In Indiana, yeah. In the middle of winter. Yep, yep. When yep. it was pitch black at four o'clock in the morning. Yep. And dogs would chase you and, oh and uh, you know, because. You know, a lot of people left their dogs uh, be loose and, and all of a sudden you're in, at four o'clock in the morning riding your bike and with two big bags that 
I hang from the handlebars and and then this dog wah, 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 and then you all of a sudden you just you know you get really scared and somebody say how fast you could pedal. Totally. I was just going to say that <laughs> if you ever wanted to see the fastest Schwinn pedaling in Bloomington, Indiana in 1955, <laughs> that was little Norb Savannah. City yeah, and, and the, the interesting route. part about it is that you know that was a hard thing to do. It was hard to fall asleep and and early and then wake up and then. The one thing that I, I I really am happy about is that I can fall asleep anytime, <laughs> any place for 50, 20 minutes, even today, and it relaxes me, but that's that was the training I had. See. I think some of our audience has that same skill. Oh, yes, especially right they, now. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I didn't know, I didn't want to announce this until now, but the, uh, the insomnia association <laughs> has contracted Norb and I to, uh, do our podcast live at their next convention. And, uh, if that doesn't put everyone to sleep, they're thinking that's going to be the next great cure for that. So, yeah. Uh, here's another quote I really like. We make our choices and then our choices make us. My God, we are on fire today with these quotes. Isn't these are that, amazing. Isn't that a good one? Yeah, I, I really like this. And uh, I Googled quotes on, yeah. and, and you know, so anybody can do this, uh, which makes you feel good. You know what's interesting about this? And I think we mentioned this in one of our podcasts. You can actually, if you want to have positiveness and, and you're really feeling low, go to the internet and ask for inspirational quotes or positive quotes. It's full of them. And you know what? It doesn't cost anything. And, and believe me when I tell you this, it'll make you feel good. It's, it'll make you feel good. All of a sudden you begin to say, oh God, you know, this is really good. This is inspiring. So that's a choice, you know, to go to the computer when you feel bad and put down inspirational quotes. It's just that easy. And it's so amazing how the, the entire history and knowledge of the entire humankind is at your fingertips on a keyboard. Well, that's one of the most wonderful things about, you know, uh, right now our era is that it's a double-edged sword actually, because the richest man in the world, the most powerful man in the world did not have the knowledge at his or her fingertips that an 11 year old kid with a phone has today. That's right. A digital phone. And because there is so much knowledge on that phone that's being carried over the airwaves and you can just ask any questions. You know, you really have to be really thankful for, for these things. You really have to be. It's just incredible that we live in this era. Yeah. You know, that's the thing. And, and to spin what you just said about the 11-year-old, the most powerful woman or man on the earth today also doesn't have any more knowledge or ability to understand things than that 11 year old kid. And you know, that's one of the greatest things. And now I'm going to go back to the United States because I'm just a, a lover of this country. And, and one of the things I, I really dislike about this country right now is that the average American doesn't realize how incredible this country is. But, you know, you know, going back to Thomas Edison that gave the light bulb to the world, and, and even in the poorest nation, uh, with low voltage, they have a little light bulb that is a lot better than the biggest candle you right. can have. And, and, you know, Henry Ford came up with this idea by building a car for the public instead of making it just a, a, a very expensive thing. Uh, the, the greatest thing about America is that 
yeah, you can have a fancier house than your neighbor and all this, but this thing about this phone, I don't care if you're the richest person in the world or one of the poorest, it gives you the same information. Exactly. And, and the choice you make in retrieving this information really affects your life. What are you going to do with that information? Yeah, because you can play solitaire, which I, I don't mind. I, I do it once in a while. But if you do it all the time, you know, instead of looking for inspirational quotes, which I also do and I enjoy. And uh, I think that's, that's really important. It's just to make those little choices that guide you through life and, and you feel better, you know? You know, and uh, talking about the choice and, and standard of living and everything, I, I remember reading one time that uh, the richest person in the world's celery and milk is no cooler than the average person because the refrigerator is the same. Well, yeah. And, you know, what's interesting is that, again, going back to the, the things we have today, we mentioned Carrier, who invented air conditioning. Can you imagine that the kings and queens and all these incredible people that existed, Napoleon, and they didn't have air conditioning. I mean, you know, they'd be cool. Uh, Mark Twain in Hannibal, Missouri, which I visited, and I think I mentioned it in another one. You, you, if, you, if you like Mark Twain, it's a great place to visit for a couple of days. Uh, they had a cave that the whole city went into to cool <laughs> off, you know? So... Uh, we're living in an incredible world. So, so you know, when you wake up and you, you're happy because, oh, my God, you know, I got air conditioning. You know, this cold air comes out. How, how in the world does that work? Well, some <laughs> guy in New York by the name of Carrier figured it out, you know. That's right. And and uh, I remember being a kid, the only place where I, where I grew up in South America that you went to the theater to cool off. Right. Because they had air conditioning, you know, and they had outside they had like a picture of a block of ice and uh, you know do you remember that at with all? the yeah with the, with the icicle on it yeah like yeah it was so and, cold and, yeah you know the air conditioning right you know like wow this is something you know so could you imagine uh going to a an amc or a movie theater today and it says out on the banner air conditioned yeah. well yeah of course <laughs> yeah right well, and again, it all boils down to uh, these people who innovated these things, made a decision, a choice to no longer think like the people before them, a guy like Carrier and a guy like Edison and a guy like Ford. Yeah. And, and you know, one of the interesting things, uh, again, I always go back, come back to America, but uh, this is really the first country that allowed people to make choices that were not available to them in, in other parts of the world, you know, uh, which is really another thing to be really thankful for. And uh, it, it's really, really interesting. And, and here's another quote I really like. You can let things define you by making choices. You can make a choice to destroy yourself or to strengthen yourself. It's your choice. So think about that a little bit, you know, and, and it goes to excesses too, and excesses in eating and excesses in, in smoking or drinking, you know, and whatever uh, moderation, I think we all agree is, is a good thing to do. Right. And uh, it, it's incredible. And just remember, there are no mistakes, only lessons. Wow. You know, love yourself, trust your choices, and everything is possible. 
Now, uh, I think it's a lady that said that her name is Cherie Carter Scotts, but I love that one. And the other one is life is the sum of all your choices. It's your choice to show what you truly are. And that's much more important than your abilities. Wow. And that was, by the way, by J.K. Rowling. I love that. Which I, I think is very important. Yeah. Zig Ziglar uh, used to talk a lot about um, your attitude, the choices you make, and this will lead right into our next thought. Your attitude is more important than your aptitude. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Exactly. You know, yeah. Everybody, you know, there's a lot of people in this world that are highly intelligent or capable of, of achieving great things if they just made the right choice, but right. they choose not to. Right. And they are the ones who choose it, you know, and, and it's, it's a, it's a fact, you know, you know, and let's, let's segue into this next thing that I think, uh, is perfect. Making the choice to see life optimistically, to see what is possible in life versus making the choice to see what is not possible or what can't be done in life. And we've talked a lot about that on this show making a decision to have a philosophy of life as your operating mechanism of seeing the world in a can-do optimistic light versus, you know, it's basically that do you see the world half, the glass half full or half empty? Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's very, very simple. Uh, you know, nothing that we talk about here is complicated. Uh, you know, that's one of the beauties of, of, this thing between Al and I, you know, we're not that bright, <laughs> uh, but we I just, don't think you need to announce that. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty obvious. No, it's just the thing about sticking to basics. Right. Uh, you know, Vince Lombardi, uh, uh, I'm bringing this guy because I just thought about it at this moment. He said, football is nothing but blocking and tackling, you know, that's it. The fundamentals. Just do it right. <laughs> and you will be a winner. And that's the same thing with life. It, Ain't that complicated. Just be nice to people. Pick up that little piece of paper. Thank God every day for what you got. Especially today, you know, we're living in a phenomenal world. There's no question about it. Yeah. What about the idea of um, making the choice to fulfill your purpose in life? And I want to quote uh, Abraham Maslow. He said, in any given moment, we have two options, to step forward into growth or step back into safety. And, you know, for a long time, I used to, I was a great searcher. I was trying to find the meaning of life. And I always thought the meaning of life was the same for everybody. And I came to the conclusion that I believe in my heart that every human being has to determine what the meaning of life is for them. And it's individually different. And that takes courage and having the choice to fulfill what you consider your purpose to be in life is a choice that you'll never regret. Yeah. And I think the basic problem with that is that most people, uh, you know, don't think about that. They don't know what they want to be. You know, the purpose of somebody's life is, is at the end of life is, is what you've done with your life. I mean, you have this incredible period uh, on earth and, and uh, you actually have the ability to, to do the world, leave the, the world a better, a little better than what you find it. 
And, and I think that's, that used to be said a lot, you know, you, the purpose in life is, is leave the world a little better than how you found it. And right. I think that just makes a lot of sense. You know? Right. A absolutely. Boy, we're just flying the quotes here today, but I remember uh, one that I think about a lot, and that is um, people may forget about what you said, but they'll never forget the way you made them feel. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. And then another Mark Twain quote, he said, the two most important days of your life are the day you're born and the day you figure out why. Yeah, exactly. And that's kind of having to do with the fulfilling, having the courage and making the choice to fulfill your purpose in life. And friends, we all need to sit down and stop worrying about the socks and the car and what's on Netflix and whatever. And we seem to start thinking about these deep thoughts, deep thoughts, these yeah. important things. What is the purpose of your life? What do you want to accomplish? Yeah. And I think that, you know, you should also enjoy life and, and watch a movie on Netflix and, and, and watch Absolutely. sports and stuff. But, you know, it, it's all within one piece, like a cake or a pie, you know, it's just a part of life. But the main part should be to live just a good life. You know, I, I uh, Al and I read about religions and we, we read a lot of stuff about philosophy. And uh, I was actually reading about some Buddhism thoughts that are really, really nice. And, and one of them is being mindful, having a greater awareness, paying attention to the little things, whatever you call it. It can alter every facet of your life in every way possible. Now, that's a beautiful thought, you know? It is. And, and I don't care if it is Buddhism. I don't care if it's like Catholic or, or anything. It's just a good thing. It's, it's beautiful. The road to peace and happiness begins with living deeply. Living deeply involves becoming acutely aware of the precious nature of life. Wow. This essentially happens in the stages of the whole. Like when you realize your interconnectedness affects the, the rest of the world, you know, right. everything is connected to everything else. These are really, uh, this is interesting. Buddhists realize that you must help yourself first. Wow. Before being able to help another. Isn't that an interesting thought? You cannot transmit something you don't have. Yeah, and uh, going back to the thing you said about telling somebody something nice to somebody, you know, you, you have to be sincere about it. Yeah. You can't fake that. They, they, they can spot when you're fake it, you know? Absolutely. So it's a, uh, now it says, you must help yourself first before being able to help another. This does not refer to gaining wealth or power before you can help somebody or to live in a way that ignores others. This is taking us back to realizing that interconnectedness because we're all connected. We can have an exponentially positive effect on the rest of the world just by helping ourselves. I love that. They say in life, you'll always get what you want as long as you help enough other people get what they want first. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and well, it makes you feel good and, and it helps you achieve what you want also. You know? That's right. It's a win-win. We forget that. Yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah. We're so conscious, you know, obsessed with ourselves, we forget that. Ironically, if you help other people. You know, and it goes back to Edison. I mean, Edison, I, I'm sure he was really happy about creating the light bulb, but. I, I cannot imagine 
how happy he must have been that he realized that he lit up the world, you know? Yeah. It's, that, that there was darkness and now there's light. I mean, God. Very few people have the privilege of being able to impact the world like that. Yeah, yeah. Colonel Sanders when he had the <laughs> chicken, you know? Now everybody could enjoy that fried chicken like nobody else could Colonel make. Sanders ha impacted a lot of waistlines, <laughs> yes, I'll tell exactly. you that, that's for sure. <laughs> the garment industry really was grateful for Colonel Sanders. Because <laughs> yeah. every 30, 30, three and a half months, he had to go get some new trousers. Well, folks, we, we do love this philosophy. As a matter of fact, I happen to have a degree in philosophy, and now you know why I sold insurance for 24 <laughs> years because I have a degree in philosophy. But thank God today I work for AmericanEagle.com as a content writer, and I couldn't be happier. But what we're trying to say is that uh, birth and death, the B and the D, is inevitable. It's going to happen to us all. What counts in the middle, it's almost like an Oreo cookie. The best part of the Oreo is the cream filling, isn't it? Exactly, yeah. And that's the C in this scenario. Yeah, yeah. The B yeah, and the that's, D. That's a good analogy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I know a lot about Oreo cookies. Oh, yeah, trust I can me. tell. Yeah. <laughs> so, friends, focus on the C, and we guarantee you your life will take on a, a power and a joy that you never thought was possible. Amen. So, Norb, thank you as always. Thank you, Al. And uh, for Norb Savannah Senior, this is Al Edwards, and we will definitely see you next time. Thank you. <laughs>